There was a large police presence, obviously. Lots of people in the parking lot just trying to figure out what's going on. There's a lot of emotion. I told my kids, get down in case he comes into the theater. So we all ran. We were fearing for our lives because, uh, you know, who knows? I'm ready to get up and do my thing. One, two, three, four. Well, it took a lot longer than I thought it would, but the first movie shooting over a reserved seat... A death in a New Mexico movie theater because of an argument over, oh, I paid for that seat. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, no, I didn't. Blah, blah, blah. Shooty, shooty, shooty. Down they go. A 19-year-old and a 52-year-old in a conflagration of aggression there. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim show on this Wednesday morning. Because, you know, people. People. Well, I mean, do do so they still? Why are we still doing reserved seating in movie theaters? Because some people like it. Predominantly, though, percentage-wise, of the people of the one hundred percent of moviegoers, the percentage of people that like reserved seating would sit at the center. I always pick the center. Do you hear what I said? He means the percentage of people who like the reserved seating. He, he didn't hear. Oh me. yeah. No. <laughs> It's like you got the headphones on today playing Keller's Whisper. What did I just say? Baba ba 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 ba. Yeah. Percentage of people out of the 100% of moviegoers, try this again. Prefer prefer reserved seating in the theater. You know, I really have no idea. I'm not asking for I'm not I don't go to the fact. theaters anymore at all? Mm-hmm. No. Really don't. You've made an active decision? Couldn't yeah. I just don't or was, it, or was it an active shooter that made you I not may, go any longer? No, I, I may go for the Barbie movie. There's a friend of mine trying the to get Barbie a Barbie movie would yeah. get you back to the theaters? Well, there's a the friend... The Barbie yeah. movie? <laughs> there's a friend of mine trying to get a group together because she thinks it needs to be a group oh, of thing. Of course. You can't go to a movie so, theater with just your family. you got to go in a group, of course. Well, my family's not going to go see the Barbie movie. Well, then why would you? It's not Sex in the City. No, but I think it'd be cute. It's like a, you know, like a party movie for girls. So, yeah, this is a, uh, it happened at the Century Rio Theater in, uh, I guess, Albuquerque. 19-year-old Enrique Padilla shot 52-year-old Michael Tenorio, and uh, it started over the fact that one of them was in the, the, their reserved seat. I paid for that seat. Oh, no, you didn't. And then, and then people died. People died and people fled the theater. And then, so then neither one of them got the seat, right? It doesn't look like either yeah, yeah. The movie may not have gone on. You know, in the, they say in show business, show must go on. Well, not if yeah. somebody's dead. But generally speaking, when there's a theater shooting, mm-hmm. or you think there's a theater shooting, they send everybody home. They do send everybody home. Uh, the guy who did the shooting, by the way, he won up your under mom's uh, your under mom's bed hiding place. Oh, really? For criminals, uh-huh. he did one better. He barely made it outside of the exit of the movie theater and then hid in the bush right <laughs> right outside. I'll go here. This will be safe. Right. Well, he must think they'll it, be looking at mom's house. Well, I mean, so I'll, I'll but if here. you think about it, yes. You know, <laughs> if you think about it, because you would imagine that the criminal. Who just did the shooting? Who is running away? Would run away, yeah. right? Not hide on the premises. Yeah. Whereas, like people like to say now, on the premise, which yeah. is absolutely incorrect. Don't get me started on that. But yeah, there, there it is. There's your uh, there's your news headline wow. of the day on this Mark and Kim show theater seating because you don't go to theaters anymore, but you'll have to buy reserved seats if you want to, and you'll have to buy them all in a block. I guess if you're going to go as friends, you know, a big group of people, you're going to be loud, so. loud and boisterous, probably. <laughs> Do you, not know how to, now, do you not know how to handle yourself anymore in a theater? Have you forgotten? It's a place where you go to watch a movie, not to, not to, you know, 
have gaiety. Oh, you can have gaiety if no, you want. No, you cannot. If it's, it's not, that kind of movie, I think enough. it is. You think it's based on what? Based on I what just knowledge? Think, I just think the Barbie movie is going to be You're a, gonna you You're going to go back for the Barbie movie. Go as friends. Wow. And, you know. That's a real movie. Possibly. Going, right? I haven't decided real, if I'm going real yet. real cinemaphile. <laughs> yeah, I, I never have been a cinemaphile, so this should well, not surprise you. Nothing about you does. Shouldn't. Or everything does. Can't remember which one it is. <laughs> everything surprises me or nothing surprises me. It could go either way. Yeah. It's, you're the you're funny. You're the only person. That nothing surprises me and everything you do surprises me. All right. Hot today. We'll get into the forecast, which includes uh, some rain coming up and some smoke. Some smoke. It is the Mark and Kim show on Starwater 2.1. Uh, 6.05 on Starwater 2.1. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim show on this third, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Hazy, hot today. Almost 90, if not 90 today. It says smoke slash haze. Do they mean smoke fog? Because smoke fog doesn't actually indicate smoke. Well, I couldn't find any... Like the Smokies of the Smoky Mountains is not actual smoke. Yeah, I couldn't find anything about smoke smoke, but they kept saying smoke, so... Is there some? Is it a Canadian wildfire thing? Is it somewhere else? I don't know. I couldn't find anything about it. They just kept saying. Do you know where smoke. the Do you know where the smoke is coming from, Kim? No. Okay. Uh, today's high ninety. Tomorrow's high ninety two or three, and uh, we'll stay in the mid upper nineties into the weekend. Rain chances start on Thursday evening and could be severe storms kicking in Thursday into Friday, also Saturday and Sunday. It looks like the weekend could be a washout, and this is kind of like the Independence Day weekend. I'm sorry, the 4th of July weekend. How dare I? Mm. Yes. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an, uh, an eye on that weather as the heat and humidity do build in through the end of the week. Someone went somewhere and bought the T-shirt. Forget He went for went the hoodie, though, didn't he? We'll talk about hoodies. Hang on. Start 2.1. Mark and Kim show, powered by that there. Ooten Law Firm. So, uh, looks like uh, new man Tyler Gann. Were you overwhelmed? Underwhelmed, or just simply whelmed, by your but your first Bucky's experience. You know, as Kim put it yesterday, we have our Bucky's. That's right, now. it's yeah. ours. Well, it's not. It doesn't belong to your family, but it is certainly. <laughs> no, but it's ours. East, East Tennessee's got their own Bucky's, which of course raises the status of us, I guess. Yeah. Whelmed, overwhelmed, underwhelmed. Definitely very underwhelmed. 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 Yeah. underwhelmed. I walked in there and I was like, oh, wow, this is big. And I'm like, wow, they really don't have much of anything. Like, it's just the same as every you know other gas is? station, but they have a, a big selection and it's like, you know what it made is? there. It's like, <gasps> it's like if the Casey's and the Big Lots tractor trailers crashed into each other and then ran over a groundhog on the way <laughs> yeah. into the ditch. But and, are then, you not- and then they set up a store. That's, that's, that's Bucky's. I think the most <laughs> impressive thing for me, though, is that they have like their own sections, you know, like they're, I mean, I know, okay, don't, I, I mean, you going to do that. I mean, but. This it's is like the, the bakery. This is you. This is yeah. you. And, and I'm all about it. I'm so I'm so glad we have it. It's great. Don't get me wrong. But you literally are pointing out like you're like a TikToker that's first that's discovered their first convenience store. Oh my <laughs> God! Can you believe they have a whole section where you can pour your own fountain beverages? No, but I mean, but I mean, like it's like their own. It's like individual stores inside because they don't have just like a bakery case. They have a bakery case where they have, make have it you, there. Have, you been, and it's have you been to Costco? Have you been to Sam's? Yes, but okay, this darling. is in a convenience store, uh, and you know, and you can go de- in there. It's and a department store that sells gas, is what it is. And yeah. it's good. I mean, it's not just like, you know, it's good stuff. It's just a barbecue sandwich. I mean, oh, it's a good barbecue sandwich. Now, I did though. try the three meat sandwich also. And you bought the t-shirt. Oh, yes. yes. What t-shirt I, did you get? Uh, just oh, the, let me guess, a, let me guess a Bucky's t-shirt? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the one that says Severable, uh, I'm a fan of novelty t-shirts. There and I was actually wanting to get the hoodie, though. Right. 
Yeah, but I, I really don't wear them in the summer, so I feel like there was no point of being a waste of money. Uh, you want to look down? Oh well, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm wearing one now, but that's like <laughs> it's summer. Why, why don't you yeah, oh, yeah. Why don't you take your hands and reach <laughs> reach on the back of your neck there? What do you feel? What do you feel on the back of your neck there, stud? I have a hoodie on. Yeah, <laughs> you wear a hoodie most mornings. I wasn't was gonna say what did about you, that. Did, did you just say I don't really wear hoodies? Yes. Well, I, I don't. It's hot okay, outside. Okay, dude, you're on day three of the Ripley's Aquarium, the Smoky Series. It's yeah. like his new favorite or something. So, yeah, I wasn't thinking you, about you, that. Got, you got one, then somebody gave you one. and then In the moment, I'm thinking it's hot outside. But you're wearing a hoodie. Yeah, All right, you could have bought the hoodie. Yeah. But I'm sure it's, it's probably... What, what What? was the t-shirt cost, if you don't mind me asking? Because, uh, you know, I don't know if it's like... I believe a, it was like 16 17 I'll tell you, I ended up no. walking out of there spending $60, and it made me sick to my stomach. Like, I really spent $60 a bucket. From the barbecue or from just the fact that you spent the money? The barbecue was actually $14. It's Yeah, my husband... Yeah, it's pricey as hell. You know that, right? My husband and son each got a barbecue sandwich. We ended up spending $60 as well when we went really? on Monday. But you got a whole basket full of crap. It was a yeah. basket of food. Crap. Is what we, we got bought nothing Kate, else but Kate, food. Hello, you ate a cinnamon roll for dinner. Yeah, don't, I did. Don't, don't say it wasn't crap. They did look good, it's too. A thousand, no, the cinnamon a roll was good. A thousand plus calories, I'm that's sure. That's what I ate for the day. <laughs> for the day? Yeah, that's what I ate. The whole day. I knew I was going to Bucky's and I ate that cinnamon roll you for dinner. You fasted all day. <laughs> and ate a cinnamon for roll a for Bucky's dinner. Cinnamon roll. I did. So, yes, it's nice to have. It's cool. It's a novelty. If you're close, it's someplace you might pop into. If you're passing on the road, it's great. Oh, I'll, oh, make, yeah. I'll make a trip for Bucky's. Oh, <laughs> I will. Did you, find the, did you find the Bucky's Kool Aid section? Oh, uh, no. It was probably sold out from all the Bucky's Kool Aid that she drank. Yeah. <laughs> 625 on Star 102.1, Mark and Kim's show. Yesterday morning, 745, 8 o'clock, 815, maybe even 830, we did uh, <laughs> we did careless whispering with Kim. I have spent an inordinate amount of time, not as much time as Tyler did, putting it together for our socials. That was incredible, by the way. Well, oh, thank well, you. well thank done. You. Work. But if you haven't checked it out on social media, we're on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. I have a Kim supercut coming up. I have a Kim supercut coming up of yesterday's careless whispering. All of this, all of the clues and all of her, <laughs> uh, her responses, she's only reading my lips. So we'll have a Kim supercut coming up here in just a few minutes. What are you making faces for? You were here. Yes, but I don't remember what I said. Well, you're about to find out in a Kim supercut after the weekend on Starwater 2.1. Weekend, the song is popular. His TV show, The Idol, not so much. As HBO cut it back from six episodes to five. Mm -hmm. They say it had nothing to do with the lack of popularity. No, of course not. As I roll my eyes. Yes. As we all roll our eyes when Kim is trying to read my lips in a little game we call Careless Whispering. (laughs) She puts on sound dampening headphones. We play loud music for her. She can only read my lips. And boy... It's fun to listen to. We had the oh, yeah. we had the the sales staff back there a buzz. We were on the intercom last yesterday. Like, oh, listen to this. And Kim <laughs> is doing her thing with careless whispering. Uh, like I said, uh, new man title again put together an incredible. Looks like about a nine and a half minute video. Oh yeah, of all the stuff yeah. we did with her yesterday. But I decided that you know what, we need ourselves a little Kim supercut. I worked on this this morning. Only the best of the responses to the things that I was trying to say to her. I want you to pay attention to something specific okay. on two or three different occasions when I'm saying like we're moving on to the next one. She believes that she's getting one right, but she's moving on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo- <laughs> I love that. Moving on. <laughs> yes, Kim, moving on. She did it three times. Here it is, the Kim Supercut. This is careless whispering. Kim has noise-canceling headphones on. You will then attempt to read my lips. Bucky's brisket. 
Bussy britches. <laughs> Bucky's brisket. Buddy bitches. <laughs> I think I could say that. You're on the radio, Kim. We'll move on. Cinderella slipper. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm, I'm I was, I was having it. <laughs> Gutter kittens. Lugger sense. <laughs> Gutter kittens. Luggeries. <laughs> Starlight fist fight. Chocolate visa. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on? Yes. Rural jeweler. Fur, fur, fur sheep is what it looks like. <laughs> Your mouth is going fur, 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 fur sheep. Legal technicality. This is Lassie. <laughs> Next. Elephant shoes. Lady slippers. Beaver tail. Beaver's jello. <laughs> Beaver tail. Beaver's shekels. <laughs> Eli's Buick. Let's poop. <laughs> we. I don't know. Pooey. Pickle pizza. I'm a Mr. Guy. Pickle pizza. Please make me pizza. <laughs> we need to figure out how to spell that. <laughs> Anaphylactic shock. I love Mr. Shocks. Anaphylactic shock. I'm not really shy. Anaphylactic shock. I'm laughing at your shock. <laughs> Swiss wristwatches. Swissy watches. Swiss wristwatches. Swiss cheese watches. <laughs> Belligerent ballerina. Pick my pockets. Belligerent ballerina. Put this in your pocket, please. <laughs> the last word looks like pockets. Moving on. Moving on. Toasted Tootsies. Show us your dishes. <laughs> Toasted Tootsies. Shocking dishes. Domesticated antelope. What's your goober? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dysfunctional family. Slice my fabric. Dysfunctional family. Slice my something. Moving on. Moving on or is it the... Flowering hibiscus. Flowing in my britches. Flowing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> wow, we need to get her a towel or something because she's something. a flowering hibiscus or flowing in, my or flowing in your britches. <laughs> I don't flowing know. Strong on a 2.1, just about a, they're 35 minutes away from her versus him, Mark versus Kim. Your chance today to win a four pack of tickets to Knoxville's Children's Museum, aka Muse Knoxville. That's on the way. The list will be the game of the day coming up 720 right here on Starwater 2.1. Coy Lorray and play us on Starwater 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station. You got the Mark and Kim show. We get uh, her versus him coming up in a little while. 88 today. Some smoke and fog. Some haze is all around. Don't know why we have smoke, but we do. 90 to date. 93 to 95 over the next few days. Storms coming in for late Thursday into the weekend as well. I guess we're still fascinated with the uh, the implosion of the Titan submersible. Um, many different stories, of course. You know, it started out where we're just worried about whether or not they were surviving down there as it was freezing cold and uh, they're running out of oxygen, you know, having to poop in one little cup. I mean, it was just, you know, the whole thing was just bewildering to a lot of people. And then to find out that it just imploded uh, close to this wreckage of the Titanic. So I don't know if we don't know if they got to see it at all. Uh, the Navy supposedly had heard this implosion happen, but didn't report it, or maybe yeah, knew all the time that we were looking, or yeah, us personally, but yeah, that while people were looking, that and then you had, happened. I guess, the wife of the one of the people down there that got imploded and killed on that thing was the direct descendant of the Strauss family, as depicted in the Titanic movie, as the old couple laying in bed to let the water 
creeping. They were the old. They were the one of the uh, co-owners of Macy's back in the day. Those Strausses. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize yeah, that. The, and so she's a direct descendant of them, and then lost her husband, I believe, uh, on the submersible. Uh, My heart will go on. The t- the Celine Dion song had a 532% increase in, in plays on the internet. And when I saw that, why do you think that was the... I mean, why? I just don't understand this morbid fascination. I mean, we are, it's, it's a fascinating thing that, you know, you, the, in a homemade DIY submersible that people attempted to go two and a half miles underwater. I guess we're all fascinated by that. Well, all of course, that you brought I up you brought up the song. other thing that the internet's fascinated by. Oh well, it's billionaires, so do we really care? You know, I didn't say that. Well, you kind of do. No, I didn't. I said that it was five billionaires. Mm, wasn't and, five that, billionaires, but still, it wasn't five billionaires. Well, but, they were all being described as billionaires. Well, of course, they were because that's the narrative these days. Oh, okay, billionaires! Well, who gives a let them fight each other in the ring if they ever agree to that? Well, when <laughs> you know? they're described that way, that's how. You speak about them because that's how they were being described. And now, beyond the 532% increase in My Heart Will Go On from the Titanic movie, Mythbusters clip showing what happens to the human body during an underwater implosion has now gone viral from 2009, where they built a body made out of pig parts with bones and flesh and everything else. So is a pig closest to our body Usually when they do like bullet tests and stuff like that, the, the the pig flesh is similar they made a fake person out of the parts, muscle, fat, skin, guts. They put it in a diving suit, sunk it to 300 feet underwater, and let nature and pressure take its course. And, and I'll just tell you right now, it's absolutely gruesome. It it's, would have it's to be. gruesome. So I, was, I would suggest not watching it. But you watched it? Well, of course, I have to report these details, Kim. Mm. Not that I'm at all fascinated. I'm no, not, not at all. I was watching. I was like, okay, how's this work? And then the, the bell helmet <laughs> fills up with pig, nu- pig nuts. Mm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Pig guts. Sorry. Probably some pig nuts, too, (laughs) if you think about it. If it was Um, a male pig, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you know what? Now you know Kim. Um, You know, it's the 90s now. Uh, The reenactment has very little in common with the last moments of the doomed Titan sub. Passengers felt because they were so far down, so deep, and so much more pressure Mm -hmm. that the implosion was much more rapid than this happens. It's a, it's 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 actually, it's actually if you had seen what had happened down there at the bottom of the ocean in slow motion because it happens very slowly at that depth and that kind of pressure. But it's just one more thing, just one more thing that we cannot get enough of with this whole submersible thing. So let's. But I understand the oh, fascination. I do, too. I do too. Let's let them rest in peace, though. You know, billionaires or not. Let's let I don't work. have anything against the billionaires. The only reason I said five billionaires is because that's what we've heard. That's every time they talk well, about that, it. It's a whole new class of human now, down. not people. <laughs> oh, they're billionaires. Oh, how dare they make a lot of money? <laughs> no, how I wasn't saying that they? at all. Others may be. No, I'm not saying that and at they all. Are, and they definitely are. We'll be back 6:50 now on the Mark and Kim show. Uh, only two billionaires on this show. And Tyler, you're doing great, buddy. Oh, thank you. Lots of heat and humidity building up throughout the week, and it starts today, buddy. 90 degrees for the high today. We're, uh, smoke and haze today. Uh, clears up a little bit tomorrow, and then late in the afternoon tomorrow, it looks like rain chances and could get severe with the possibility of high winds and some rain and some hail and stuff like that. It is the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Uton Law Firm. Well, you know how seriously I take my self-care routine I've bought something new that's supposed to help me with that mm. and help me get better sleep. Mm. So I'll have to tell you about it. Yeah, you have to? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I need to share it. You just can't stand out in front and tell cars that pass by. We'll be right back. Hang on. Dua Lipa, 
Dance in the Night on Star 102.1, your number one hit music station. It's eight minutes after seven o'clock. We got her versus him just moments away. Uh, Muse, Knoxville. We have tickets for that. Four pack of tickets, and the kids get lost in that place. Lost in it, and I don't mean like like really lost. I mean you can find them, but just, just <laughs> yeah, it's easy to keep up with. Just, you can find them. You can find them mesmerized like I was by the hanky tubes, the little the hanky tubes. They take these little thin veil hanky kind of things and they throw them into. Oh, okay. Oh, they're awesome. I was like, I don't remember any Kleenex tubes or anything. <laughs> I said hanky. I know, but mm-hmm. I thought... What? Tissue tubes. <laughs> yeah, I mm-hmm. didn't remember that. Okay. All right, so what newfangled... I'll be shaking my head by the end of this. New self-care treatment that has just come down the pike. It's not a treatment. That you... It's not new. That you just have to be on because you have to be on everything at some point. It's a flawless face pillow. I'm sorry? Hmm. A flawless face pillow. Does that mean you end up with a flawless face or you have to start with a flawless face? Because I had something to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) It's too late. No offense, babe. (laughs) Love you, but you know. Well, you know, I take my beauty routine very seriously. The creams and line fillers and all the different things that I do to try to keep my... coconut oil pulling, all the stuff. Well, I don't do all this now. I try different things and then I have the things that I like and I keep and I stay with it. I don't do that. Mm, No. I wonder why. Um, But I do, um, I have certain things that I do and it, it takes time and so i'd been looking for a beauty pillow that's what they're called but i i found the one that i wanted a beauty pillow yes because (laughs) when you sleep you line your face and you know you you know like sometimes you say you have apparatus that you sleep with and it i sometimes say i have a cpap machine yes Yes. and so it dents your head and face dents my head (laughs) what did i say wrong well, there's a there's a small impression from the strap across the top of my head that by the end of the day it goes away, but it's there in the but morning. But it dents your head. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I've got a dented skull. There's the problem. Okay. <laughs> you finally figured it out. So when you wake up in the mornings, do you not sometimes have lines in your face and like if you sleep on your side and Yeah. Okay. Have you not seen that? Can I see this beauty pillow stuff? that is gonna keep your face from being lined? Will you not laugh? Will I not laugh on a radio show? Well, it is the Mark and Kim show where no one laughs, so. Okay, that looks like you're sitting, sleeping on an upside-down plastic table that you sit next to your lawn chair. Like you, the four legs are, st- oh my God, are But you it's serious? very soft. I'm serious. Okay, this t- is what um, I've gotten. Tyler, get a picture of that up on our Instagram. Well, let's go. Oh, of course it has. Okay, you've been using a, a tablet as well, and you know how this happens. It's happened to you just the other day, yeah, so don't tab- give me a my, hard time. My tablet's not from looks 1993. Like you injured your neck. Well, that's it looks what like my you're in some says. sort of traction. My husband says the same thing. He goes, "Have you, bu- have you goes, bought it, it yet?" Oh yeah, it's in the bed. I've been sleeping with it for a week. <laughs> is this why? Is this why you were late on Tuesday? No, I couldn't get out of my pillow. <laughs> no, but honey, it, help! But the, but the good thing is, I can still sleep on my back. But I'm I'm mostly a side sleeper, so it keeps me. It's but the way it is, it has a satin pillowcase, and the way it encases cases you it keeps your hair from getting so messed up and flawing about at night and then it flawling flailing flawling whatever flawling about of course (laughs) because i have short hair and so it messes up easily at night when you're sleeping because it just kind of you know but then it also keeps your face from creasing and it also keeps your neck from hurting so if you have neck pain you know from sleeping i I can't i can't say that i've ever noticed an increase or a decrease in your facial facial lines, other than the fact that we started working together in 2001, and it is now 2023. Well, other than because, those lines, because in the mornings I have to like rub, <laughs> and, the, and the fact that you work with me. Well, you know there that is ain't that. just me. Is that called the anti-mark pillow? Mark as in M A R K, like no. marking your face, oh. but not. You could also double name it. 
anti-Mark, M-A-R-K, and anti-M-A-R-C. Yeah, well, but <laughs> it's cooling as well. So it's supposed to keep me cooler at night mm, and help me sleep better. Right. And I'm sleeping wonderfully. So it, it's Can a I good see that thing. again, please? Yes, you can. Okay. That looks like some sort of you've got your neck brace on wrong. <laughs> it looks like a looks like a safer device for NASCAR drivers that you decided to wear like a hat. Well, okay, it's it's oh it's helping God. me not hurt, but it, it's with the cooling thing. Helping you not hurt. Yeah, like you know, like if you yeah. sleep weird, you don't wake up with like kinks in your neck or okay. you know a well, crick you in go. your neck, as some people say. Have you taken a picture? So, have you had a picture? That, you know, you love to take pictures of people sitting on your bed when you get a new bed. Why don't you take take a picture? Have someone take a picture of yourself of you in that in that contraption? Nobody needs to see that. <laughs> If we're going to put up a picture of the pillow, why are we not going to put up a picture of you in the pillow? Well, I guess I could. But well, I mean, why you. can't we just have a picture of the pillow in this because lovely model I, in actually, the bed with it? Actually, don't put it up on our Instagram. If you I put do. it up, take it down. No, no, no. No, you've got that brand new phone with all that great you know, camera. Why don't you get your husband to take a picture of you all duded up in that pillow? Oh, my God. <laughs> And hopefully, someone doesn't call 911 thinking you're in some sort of duress. <laughs> wow. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim is set. We have a male and a female to play the game. Oh, my goodness gracious. We a should, male. We should just retire today. They both called in, and it's a Madison and it's a Tanner. On the way next, her versus him, Mark versus Kim is the list for Muse Knoxville tickets. Great place. We'll play that after SZA and Snooze on Star 102.1. Star 102.1. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim. As we welcome our two contestants, one named Madison, one named Tanner. Today, Madison and Tanner are playing the list for... A four-pack of tickets to Muse Knoxville. Join them in June and July for Muse Pop, a summer museum experience featuring weekly rotating themes that are included with your general admission ticket. Open Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Morning, Madison. Good morning. Hello, Tanner. Morning. I have a list. I'm going to hand my list to Kim. She's going to try to describe that list to you, Madison, over 75 seconds. If you all have to skip or you run out of time or whatever the case may be, Tanner, I hope you're paying attention. Try to log into your brain the things that they skipped. If you know the answer, that way we'll come back to you and say, hey, Tanner, you want to steal a couple of points? And then you'll have your shot at the end of the round. And then the same thing for you, Madison. After Tanner and I play, you may steal a point if you have a chance. Any questions about the game, Madison or Tanner? No. All right, Kim, there's the list. Madison, are you ready? Yes. On your mark. Get set and go. Um, this is the name of our airport. Do you know the actual name of it? It's the Dada Dada Airport. Oh, uh, McGee Tyson Airport. Take off the last thing. I said McGee Tyson. Yes. Okay, this is the fighter who bit somebody's ear off. The the boxer. Mike Tyson. Yes. This is, if you're not going in the right direction, you are going the... Wrong way. Mm-hmm. This is, um, there's two directions you can go, but if you can only go, you can't go both ways. Oh, I said, you said way. way. I said way. Sorry. Okay, this is, um, if you find a horse head in your bed, who put it there? Do you know anything about the series of movies? Probably not. It's old. Okay. All right. This is not your biological dad. He is your... Stepfather? Ma- yes. What? Stepfather. Um, this is a... Um, a this is a... 
Um, when you get on, it's not TikTok. It's not. Um, it's not Instagram. It's the Facebook. Yes, we are giving that in the buzzer now. I don't know why, but we are because, because she we, says the answer, mm-hmm. and it's correct. It would be too easy for him to steal. But question: Are we giving a chance to steal the point on the one we buzzed you on? We did. We, we decide, haven't been because. Do I thought we decided to do that or not do that quickly? Quickly. We haven't been doing that. Okay. I thought we want to. I just want to make sure. So, is there anything he can steal? I don't think so. Um, uh, with that one, last one being left out, there is one. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tanner, steal a point. Do you have it? No. Okay. All right. Madison has four. There you go. What was the one he could have stolen? I believe it was the Godfather one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Head. She actually Mafia has five. Movie. Did you say grandfather or stepfather, Madison? Be honest. I said stepfather. Okay. Cool. Read the list, Kim. She has five, though. Okay. McGee Tyson, Mike Tyson, wrong way. One way, I said way. Uh, Godfather, she didn't get. Stepfather, she got. Floppy disk, slip disk, I skipped. She got Facebook on the buzzer and then scrapbook. All right, five. Okay. Well done, Scoremaster Steve. Well, it was the the one at the buzzer. Yeah, got me. (laughs) All right, Tanner, you're up next. Are you ready to go? I am. On your mark, get set, go. Okay, this is plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. It's for your stomach. You drop it into water and it fizzles and you drink it down. Do you have any idea at all? Very good. Uh, You go to the movies. The number one snack at the movies is what? Popcorn. Yes. You blow these up and they sometimes pop. Sometimes they're filled filled with helium. Say Say again. Balloon. Yes. Um, this is, you um, You chew this, and then you take your tongue, and you stick it through well it. Done. Yes. Um, this is, um, any beverage that has the bubbles in it is a what? Soda pop. But it, there's, it's like, that. what is that, what are the bubbles called? Carbonation. Right. So if, if it's a beverage, if it's, it's that. Carbonated beverage. Don't say beverage. Say another word for beverage. Quickly. Carbonated drink. Very good. Um, this is a Dr. Seuss um, book about jumping upon your father. Do you know what that you little... You said up. I said upon. I said upon. Oh, okay. Um, um, this is a candy we used to eat, and we put it in our mouth, and it felt like it was dynamite in there. It was... Rock. Yes. Um, this is um, this is a, I guess it's a, a medicine, a solution that can help you pour it on a wound and it cleans it really well and it bubbles. Didn't matter. He had enough to win. Well, yep. she can still steal that last one. She can steal that last that one. one. That would make it six. He had seven. Yeah, he has seven. Oh, my God. The boys win. That's what I'm saying. He did. He won no yeah, matter I, what. I, I, made this, I made sure to say upon, okay. which is a word, and okay. it's not on. All right. Alka-Seltzer, popcorn, balloons, I skipped cap gun, bubble gum, hydrogen peroxide, carbonated drink, pop-up books, hop on pop, and pop rocks. Madison, thank you for playing. I don't know how long the drought has been, but it feels like it's been a while. So, Tanner, congratulations. We'll see you over at Muse Knoxville, everybody. All right. Starting to shoot point one, 746 on the Mark and Kim show. We were talking about my new sleep pillow a few minutes ago before the game. You mean your sleep traction? My, it's not sleep traction, but I'm going to. There's a list of things that you're supposed to be able to do to help you sleep better in the oh, summer because God. it's so hot and everything. Oh, my God. All right, hang on. So, we'll, we'll be back with that next after Pink on Starwater 2.1. <laughs> this is Trustfall. Starwater 2.1. 
Well, I have a feeling you're not going to get far on this list of things you do to keep cool while sleeping in the summer. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I know it's not going to go far past the first one. Go ahead. Okay, go I have my cooling beauty pillow. That's new. Go ahead. The first one it says is freeze your pajamas. Stupid. I thought it was stupid because I'm like, you wet them and freeze them. Well, no, you don't wet them and freeze them. You put them in a baggie of some kind and just put them in the freezer. You don't have it like a wet T-shirt. It doesn't matter. They're still going to, when the body heat and the cool of the of the fabric, it's going to create condensation. You're going to be sleeping wet. Well, I wonder about that. So I'm going to try it. I, oh, I, come I thought now. it was stupid, but I'm going to try it just so I can say. Tell me the back. last time you ever were able to take a chicken nugget out of the chicken nugget bag in the freezer and it didn't have some sort of ice crystal around it. Mm. Well, you don't put them in there for like 24 hours or anything. You just put them in You'll, there before you go to bed. Well, I'll you, put them in there this afternoon. Why don't you just adjust the air conditioner? Well, I have a fan by my bed year-round as it is. Year-round. All right. So well, for the summer, I'll try yeah, this. Yeah, go ahead. See, sleep in a puddle after freezing your pajamas. <laughs> well, I'll try it. <laughs> of course But anyway, it says, and then use a hot water bottle, which I thought was interesting. It's because all, it seems uh, counterintuitive. Well, it's also counterintuitive to drink a hot beverage to cool down on a hot day. But, but it, you brought but that actually, up last It does year, work. If you have a hot cup of coffee... And you're outside, and it's a hot day. It will cool you down. Really? It will cool your body temperature down. It actually works. It does work. Well, this is saying it's to raise your core temperature, which I guess mm-hmm. is what the hot beverage does, mm-hmm. too. It says you'll raise your core temperature before you go to bed. Yep. Fill it with the hot water bottle with um, warm water and put it on your feet. Mm-hmm. And then when you take it off, it tricks your body into thinking it's colder than it is. Oh. And then you'll fall asleep. Don't you'll sleep naked. Oh, Don't wait. sleep naked. Don't point at me, woman. This, well, Don't talk naked. about my nakedness and point well, at me. You're the one who's talked about it. You right. sleep I sleep naked. naked and I'm more comfortable. I'm as comfortable as I can be. Well, it says don't sleep naked because if you sl- sweat. It'll collect on your skin instead of being absorbed by your clothes because you don't have clothes on. and It'll just dampen my clothes. And I'll be says, sleeping in a puddle like you in your frozen underwear. It sa- <laughs> or pajamas. Pajamas. Sorry. Sorry. It says if you wear something loose-fitting and light that's made of natural fibers like cotton, you'll mm. sleep better. So maybe okay. you should try that. No, I, I sleep fine, thank you. Don't share covers. Well, I mean, the big the bed's big enough. There's like you know, there's a depression in the middle, if you will. Okay, it's called our love life. But <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday morning, hot day, ninety, better than ninety for the three days coming after that into the Saturday into the weekend. It's going to be in the nineties. Rain chances start tomorrow night. We'll, we'll uh, get severe into the weekend as well. And as you just had your first local Bucky's experience, and I guess you've been to others, mm-hmm. you still have it at this point. You haven't been to the bathroom, Bucky's. Not this one here. I've been to oh, others. So you didn't experience the bathroom. Not here. I have a bathroom experience I have to share. At Bucky's? At a convenience store. Oh. We'll be back with that next. It's kind of... Oh, brand new music from Doja Cat. Gotta like that one. It's the tension. It's 812 on the Mark and Kim show. So yes, Bucky's, the convenience store to end all convenience stores. The holy grail of convenience stores. We've made our trek, our... Trek to Mecca, and it is what it is. It's mm-hmm. known for its bathrooms. That's one of the things it's known for. Yeah. So there's Bucky's, and then there's little less than Bucky's. You have your regional, the national convenience stores. You have your Wawa's. You have your Sevens, Elevens. You have your Weigels and your Pilots, and the rest of them. And then, then there's a whole nother class below that. Let's just call those other thans. Also rands. Also rands, other thans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
convenience stores, other they don't have a full bathroom set situation, a whole setup with multiple stalls and a and a and a push door, and you go through, and several people can be in there at the same time, and one at the urinal, one or two in the stalls. It's not like Bucky's, the place I had to stop at for <clears throat> a moment. Like one seaters, is that what you're talking a one seater, a one seater, where you got to ask for the key. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. It was and just it's on not, a two by four. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's even fancier than where I was. <laughs> oh, oh really? really? It's one of those you go in and you have the slide lock, you know, and you yeah. sit there and you do your business. And I have done this, and it just happened to be at this very unfortunate time that once again I have left my I left my phone on the toilet paper dispenser. Mm. At least it was a dispenser in there, not just a roll of toilet. Yeah. Paper. I did it this morning in this bathroom too. It's just a thing. I don't know what's happened. I don't know what's happening with me. I'm racing to get my hands washed. I don't know. So I go out of this convenience store. I walk out and I'm almost getting in the car and I realize I don't have my phone. I trot back to the bathroom because I know exactly where I've left it. I've been doing it a lot lately. And all the I hope I just was going to open the door and push right through and it's locked because someone's in there. And then someone's in there a little longer. And I realized, gosh, I got to say something because my phone is sitting right where they're sitting or standing. They're going to have to <laughs> lay hands on it here in a minute. Well, I'm, I'm, I, want, I want them to know before they pocket this thing. So I knock on the door. You know, I just, I'm like, um, excuse, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I've left my phone in there. Uh, could, do, you, could I, uh, do you think they're going to hand it out? While they're not, doing their not, business? Not, I, I didn't want the handout. I just wanted him to know that don't pocket a phone. You found a phone. There's a phone in your right in your sights. I'm letting you know that I'm here, right here, right here, and I would like my Hello? phone. I will be needing that phone back. As opposed to him, because he would have done this thing. He could have pocketed it, walked out and said, well, I didn't see any phone. What am I going to do, frisk him? Got to beat him to the punch. Right. Yeah. I got I to let him know I'm there. I was just in there. Just I've not driven I li- away. I've right. Got, you know. I literally was just there. I didn't get down the road goes, and realize. He goes, and, okay. it'll be a minute. Oh, God. In his, big, <laughs> in his big trucker voice. Oh, gosh. You know, truckers. <laughs> and he took a while. And he took a while. Oh, my goodness. My wife actually walks in the community. Everything okay? Everything all right? I'm like, I'm waiting for... It's like, it's okay with you, I've, but I've, how about this guy? I've left my phone. And how about him being in there doing his business, mm. and now there's two people outside the bathroom door. He could probably... Well, my wife's not there. standing outside the bathroom door. Oh, she just well, poked her head in really wrong. quickly. Instead oh, okay. of you, I said, go back to the car. I'm fine. Okay. And then, of course, I didn't hear what I hoped to hear at the end of the transaction. No hand washing. Mm. Yes, Kim, thank you. He handed me my phone mm. when I did not hear mm. <laughs> any mm. soap... Any mm. any any faucet, no no oh, water, no, no, oh, no towel no. dispenser. Oh no! <sighs> you know, you're, you're, he's he's like wiping his hands now. I yeah. just it just I just I mean just I mean and he was just, he was fine. He wasn't a dirty dirty man. But he had, he was now because he's soiled and he yeah, didn't wash he his did, hands. Right. He did walk out of the bathroom. He did retrieve my phone. What a lovely gentleman! What a what a nice gesture. Someone standing there at the door. You know, hey. Sorry, and uh, yes, to then hand me my phone. I, needless to say, I took it back into the bathroom and I washed it. It's a waterproof phone like most are nowadays. Yeah. I gave it a good scrub down. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I, what is, I'm leaving my phone everywhere. Why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you've, you've not you normally done this. I don't this. know. I don't know. I don't know. So if there's somebody outside of your bathroom door going, excuse me, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's, that's, that's me. Start with a 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show, 828. I'd like you to think for about three minutes and 22 seconds. 
Give me a short list of those you would pay $400 for a meet and greet with. All right? Okay. Give that some thought. When we come back, we have a story about, oh, this artist, Melanie Martinez. All right. And her meet and greet. Next, on Star 102.1. Star 102.1, 832. On the Mark and Kim Show, new man Tyler Gann. Who would you pay $400 to have a meet and greet with, pre or post concert, either one? Uh, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, and Steve Carell. Oh, Steve Carell. Steve That's Carell, interesting. The meet and greet. What concert is he doing? Oh, well, well if you're talking. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I see what you're saying. Just from the office. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't even thinking that. Okay. Kim? Lizzo. Lizzo. Harry Styles. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to meet her. Those are my top three. And too. Justin Bieber. The Biebs. Yeah. He's my number one. Um, I'm not surprised by that. Melanie <laughs> Martinez, you just heard that brand new song called Void. I guess That's she's been song. she's been in the know. We've I guess we've known of her. I, I've be honest with you, this is the first song I've heard from her. But she was um, eliminated eliminated in week number five of The Voice in 2012. So she was on The Voice back in the day. She's had some mediocre success in the pop industry with some hits. She has a sound. She has a sound. Yeah, she has a look good. too. Yeah, she's very interesting looking. Her video for Void, it's wild. Is it? I haven't seen the video. Right? It's wild. <laughs> it's like if if uh, Michael Strahan and Billie Eilish had a child together. Yeah. Okay. It might be Melanie Martinez. All right. Yeah. Would you pay $400 for a meet and greet with Melanie Martinez? I'm not that big a fan. No. no. But others might be. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there are. So if you showed up to the Interactive Portals photo experience for a meet and greet with Melanie Martinez, you'd expect more than a hologram, wouldn't you? Yeah. I hope so. Well, guess what? That's what they got. <gasps> <laughs> Even John Mayer, the douchebag that he is, comes yeah. out. Yeah. He doesn't pay attention to you. He doesn't talk to you. But he at least comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've done meet and greets throughout my entire career, and some are just great. Some are wonderful. And some of them. And others, like, there know. was one, my, the, my favorite of all time was Lisa Lisa of Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam, uh-huh. an 80s and 90s hip hop group. She had a parka on. <laughs> With those hoods, yeah, and she she's a little person anyway. She's dinky. Isn't she? And she had a yeah. big ass park on. She zipped the she zipped the hood up, and she was she could see her in the little tube. And she, and she just sat there, wouldn't meet or greet anybody. Clearly, she did not want to be there. Yeah, fans are describing, uh, according to Ticketmaster, because you know Ticketmaster. Mm. The Portal's VIP experience includes a ticket to the show, access to the interactive Portal's photo experience, an autograph poster, an exclusive merchandise package, and digital collectible. A VIP laminate, as well as early entry to the venue to access the merchandise. Only to find out that you stand in front of a board, not even a hologram, like a pure hologram, which you'd be kind of like, oh, cool. It's like a, it's like almost like a curved TV screen. And you stand in front of it, and then the poses change behind you as you get your picture made. So it's almost like a slide, even, not even like a. It's like a green screen. It's oh like, it's like your TikTok green screen. <laughs> Well, gee, let's start a business of our own doing that. $400. No. For the Melanie Martinez experience, if no, you will. I would not be like that. Many users on social media are um, left a little disappointed by the experience. A little? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Just got home from the Melanie Martinez portals and kind of upset about the whole VIP and greeted by an AI version of Melanie Martinez. <laughs> 
Ticketmaster doesn't specify that they would actually get to meet her. But they when you see meet and greet. And you see $400. Yeah, you're thinking, okay, the actual person is going to be there. Yeah. That's right. It's like a pair of shoes for you, dude. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> you think they're at least going to come out and walk behind ropes. I mean, even if you don't get to shake their hand right. or something, you know? $400 for mm. a pair of shoes. Yeah. He, gets, he gets sickened by his $30 he spent at Bucky's yesterday. <laughs> 60 Oh, 60 Oh, pardon me. That's shoelaces for his shoes. Did, did you yeah. at least get your picture made with Bucky? No, I didn't. How about not even a hologram of Bucky? Was that there? No. 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 8.49 on Starwater 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. There's something new around town that I'm going to be obsessed with, and you Uh, might be obsessed with me. No. You don't think so? I'm calling it now. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) You and your traction pillow and the rest of it and all your oils and salves and stuff. This doesn't have anything to do with that. 851 on Starwater 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. Heat is here today, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Rain chances too into the weekend. Have you seen where we're going to be able to watch the downtown baseball stadium be built step-by-step through live cameras? That's kind of cool. I thought it was very cool. Remember? I mean, it's no, you know, April the giraffe cam and the and the and the pregnancy. It's no mm. Africam where we watched, you know, animals kill each other in the wild. And the eagle cam, remember where we could yeah. see the baby cam, uh, eagles and they and how they grew and when they were pushed from the nest mm. and all those things. I I thought about those things and how obsessed rather, we got with them. I would rather at the end of the completion of this project that they show me a time lapse video. I can go, oh, cool. They're going to have that too. <laughs> well, that's fine, but imagine tuning in to just see, you know, the slow progression of a stadium bill. <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty cool. Do you not have enough to do? I do, <laughs> but I mean, let's think I mean, about I it. I know you're fake busy a lot of times. I'm not fake busy. Oh, <laughs> yes, uh, here not. lately, I've been even more busy because my more? non-driving driving or my driving non-driving teen. So I'm having to get him. He's places. not an te- he's an adult man. You know he's that, right? Eighteen. That's that's an adult. still a teen. So oh I'm God, having to get him adult. places. What country do you live in? <laughs> But go on about your stadium. It, if it has teen in the age, it's teen. So 19, he's a teen? He's still a teen. 19. But he's considered an adult, and yes, he can do adult things, yeah. but he's still a teen. Well, he's doing the adult So anyway, thing. this $114 million multi-use stadium that they're building, we've all been interested about it. The Tennessee Smokies are going to be the Knoxville Smokies again as they move downtown. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to have cameras set up, this Denark um, building, yeah. you know, yeah. the construction. I mean, that should be interesting, right? If you've got I nothing else to cool. do. Well, <laughs> I'm not suggesting, like, not like we did, I mean, with Africam, we really got into it. Oh, and yeah. the Eagles, yeah. we did too. But I mean, let's think about it. We scroll through Facebook and Instagram and mm-hmm. on TikTok and all those different things. So we could, we could turn on every once in a while and see how the stadium is. You know, doing. you're underemployed when you spend a significant amount of time watching the stadium build which will take how many years um it's going to open in 2025 so we've got like yeah well you got your you got your days taking care of people who only work to your to your wage you know yeah put in only amount of the amount of effort that your monthly payment is pay is you know that's if oh come on kim so we're but i thought it was going to be cool because it's going to go from like buildings being torn down to the being cleared and then they'll have the time lapse so that you can do it along the way as well perfect so it's not going to just be at the end where you can see the time lapse it's like as it's going along you can go back and see time lapse from the beginning to where it is wake now. me up for the grand opening when we get to the ribbon cutting then just let me know <laughs> well, well you want to cut the ribbon don't you well, i want to cut any ribbon just once in my life 
you know, well, we've got yeah. time to work on it. 2025. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be the first people. Oh, Mark and Kim, you know, who slept through the entire build process. <laughs> Start with a 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show powered by the Uten Law Firm, reminding you that we're having the big festival on the 4th from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. World's Fair Park Festival Lawn will be filled with fun activities for kids of all ages, such as miniature golf and uh, with holes to go and paddle boats on the lake at World's Fair Park. Free festival ends at the conclusion of the fireworks display the event is rain or shine food fun good times live music with the mickey norwood band knoxville symphony orchestra will also be performing a free concert no tickets required festival on the fourth with star 102.1 we'll love to see you out there join us Star on a 2.1. If you're not too jaded to uh, just love the Harlem Globetrotters, you got to love them. And they're the Grand Marshals this year of the 48th annual Gatlinburg 4th of July Midnight Parade on July 3rd. Listen all week long to J-Dub in the afternoon to score VIP meet and greet passes with Harlem Globetrotters holograms. No, they're actual people. You get to meet them, not like Melanie Martinez. Here's Harry Styles, his latest. It's called Satellite on Star 102.1. Satellite. Harry Styles, Mark and Kim show on Star Wars Two Point One. Harry Styles has a uh, a cruise, the Harry Styles cruise. You'll be on the same cruise ship as Harry Styles. Okay. Are you signing up to go? Are if, you going? On I'm va- already on the cruise ship with him. What am I signing up for? You're going to. You're choosing to go on a vacation called the Harry Styles Caribbean Cruise. Okay. I could do that. I'm asking you a question. Would you do that? I, yeah, I guess. There are cruises that, that celebrities have. Yeah, yes. I know. That's why I'm bringing this up. Mm-hmm. The Backstreet Boys are offering a vacation with them. Mm-hmm. A beach Ooh. week. A beach holiday with the Backstreet mm-hmm. Boys. Oh, yeah. I've met people who have gone on cruises with <laughs> wow, different you, celebrities. That, that, the, the tone of your voice there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to hope they're going to lotion you up or something? What do you, no, 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 no. <laughs> I just grew up to them. Okay. to their music. Would you go on uh, a Backstreet Boys cruise or, an, let's say, an InSync cruise? Vacation holiday. NSYNC, no. No. No, but Backstreet Boys, if Backstreet I, Boys if I won your, the tickets. All right. yeah. You know what I want? I want a Jason Momoa cabana on a private oh, beach. God. I'll sign up for that. Yeah, we're not talking about <laughs> porn films, Kim. We're talking about just the fact. That's what I'll sign up for. You can now sign up. And so we asked on our Facebook page this morning. We're like, hey, who would you like to go on vacation with? Like a celebrity. If you could have a celebrity to go on a vacation with. Now, you don't believe that the Backstreet Boys are just going to be like on the towel next to you laying on the beach, right? You don't believe that. Now, You're from like, what I've heard on the like the cruises in particular, because at the salon the other day, this woman was talking about a cruise that she went on with. It was one of the boy band cruises. And they did, not only did they perform at certain things, but they were out on the ship at different Just times. mingling. Dinner Just and mingling. Just sitting in the bar. Mm. Okay. Just <laughs> in the pool playing volleyball with you. It, <laughs> I don't believe that. It was set times that they were at right. different places and they were, you know, And just I've also heard talking. they have a separate part of the ship to themselves that they i'm sure they do right i'm sure they do josh says mark and kim but just kidding in terms of what what quote celebs (laughs) you'd like to go vacation with um but somebody hey we're fun he wants to we've yeah we vacation with our listeners actually um dime bag daryl Who's that? He's a guy. He's dead. I think when he shot on stage or something, he's like some group Pantera. Oh my gosh. Uh, Jennifer. (laughs) That'd be an adventure. Jennifer's writing in that she would go on that vacation with the Backstreet Boys. Crystal's writing. She already did one of these five days on a ship with new kids on the block. And how was that? Same as it would be with any other boy band. (laughs) 
I'm hoping that maybe one day 98 degrees will get back together and take me You'd on. You'd take that one? I'd take them on a rowboat cruise and then Nick Lachey? The, tip the thing over. <laughs> so no more Nick Lachey. God, Nick Lachey. You have problems with him. He's just a dork. What, who's, when did he become a host? It's not like, it's not, you know You know who wasn't considered to be the new host of the Wheel of Fortune? Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey. <laughs> Brittany Malacote writes, I've already been on that Backstreet Boys cruise, so I'd have to pick another one with them. Oh, wow. Amanda wants to go on a vacation with Dolly Parton. Lysandra would like to go on, on a vacation with the members of the original Power Rangers. Hmm. R.I.P. J.D.F. I don't know what that means. Can you imagine a vacation but, with the Power Rangers? But the, problem, but the whole thing, how would you know? How would you know you were on vacation with the actual Power Rangers? Just put, a, I mean, put the costume on any of On anybody. It's like, it's like Mickey Mouse is 1,700 different people at Disney That's World. right. It could be us for all right. you know. It might be. Uh, let's see here. Johnny would like to go on vacation. Halle Berry, please. Oh, yeah. well. Let's see here. La Jackie wants to go on vacation with Ryan Reynolds. Does he get to bring his family along? I was going to say, if they bring, if he brings Blake Lively and the kids, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind a vacation with them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, here's one that Mike has written that uh, I and Tyler will get. Kim will not. Mia Khalifa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Emily would like to go on a vacation with uh, Hugh Jackman or Henry Cavill. Oh, now you should have to fight you for him. I was going to say, Emily and I will be going on vacation with Hugh Jackman and Henry Cavill. We are going to talk about phobias tomorrow on the Mark and Kim show. As we still in this uh, this room, still sits over there in the corner, is something that describes Kim's coolrophobia, C-O-U-L-O-R-O-P-H-O-B-I-A, which is her fear of clowns. As we have a portrait of Kim, and she's made up like a clown. That was a gift for her one day, and she literally screamed when she saw it. We're like, Kim, <laughs> that is you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Have you heard of kuumpoanophobia? K- oh. K-O-U-M-P-O-U-N-O-phobia. Kuumpoanophobia. The fear of papaya. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The fear of kumbaya. That's not it. No. It sounds like- <laughs> <laughs> Kumbaya. So phobias, huh? Yeah, we're going to talk about phobias tomorrow. Like, yeah, well, we've known all about your phobias for a long time. Yeah. I'm sure you'll discuss them at length. One of my phobias is how long it takes her to discuss her phobias. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Figure that out tomorrow. The Come up with a name phobias. for my phobia of her explaining <laughs> all of her phobias. <laughs> Kimphobia phobia. <laughs> I really think I only have the two. Yeah, so so a friend of mine was on a radio show discussing something, and somebody had to email him. Oh my God! Please stop talking about this because I have koumpaunophobia. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking English there. I promise. We'll discuss that, and we'll put up a Facebook post later this afternoon about your weird fear and and if it actually is a phobia. Like an actual phobia. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the Mark and Kim Show. All you people want is more, 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 more. Kimmy, Kimmy. More. more. <laughs> well, how'd you do? What's happening, everyone? This is going to be uh, one of those, I don't know. Eye-opening. Mm. Yeah. I think so. So you're going to listen to audio of something that I forwarded to my wife and I guess have I have you heard have I yeah I played this for you too you played it for me and I think it's very on the nose on the nose in in terms of my personality yes we've I, always wondered if we could ever get a psychologist to listen to the program or really analyze the program and then tell us 
based on what they hear, what they would think of us, and then do a psychological profile from us, of us from like actual therapy. Yeah. Um, because I think it would be different. And obviously. we've never had anybody mm. step in and say they can do that. <laughs> well. I think it scares them. Yeah. <laughs> not, not everybody not everybody who likes to work for free, you know. We've had, now we've had students at UT uh, that have said that they're studying psychology or psychiatry or whatever it was or sociology or something. And they wrote up a little bit of a scenario about us. And it's mm-hmm. just it's exactly how you think it would be based on the way we play out our personalities on the radio. Is I'm probably not as temperamental off the air as I am on the air. You're not as dopey off the air no. as you seem to be on the air. There's something about the red light that brings out... Uh, Everything's magnified, or, yeah, but, or certain traits are magnified. Now you do lack a certain common sense. Yeah. And that is exacerbated by the fact that you get put on the spot here, mm-hmm. where your common sense can be tested. Yeah. Um, but I do have right. more common sense than I play like I do. I don't. I don't mean to play, but I, on I think, the spot. No, I just. I just. Well, I just know how to reveal your weaknesses. Yeah. And I play upon those weaknesses because yeah. that's part of my personality, and that's part of what people have responded to in terms of listening. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my god, when you guys give each other hell, it's yeah. a lot of fun. And you find yeah. traits that we play up on the yes. air, both of us do, and then it's magnified on on the yeah, like, show, like with Tyler. He's constantly making excuses for stuff, <laughs> so we right. play that up, and so we play that up, and, and the victim. And he's also the victim. If he's not making an excuse for something (laughs) or asking something completely dopey, like, I know I'm late, so do you just want me to throw my clothes on and come on in? (laughs) No, I don't want you to. No, come in naked or don't come in at all. But that's not always how he is. As a matter of fact, what we're going to listen to describes him a lot, too, when, when you really get to know him just as him. We've in, not, in terms of being an overthinker? Yes. We've not explored that a lot on the show. But okay. him as a person, I think, pretty much pegs him, too. Well, I, I passed this along to my wife, and she was listening to it. and so It's a video, but it's just all audio. And she, and she started to cry because she, you know, I don't know if that means that she feels the if there's any pain to being an overthinker. Um I, I don't. I don't. See, I don't know. I, maybe I don't know you as well because I don't spend the, the time pretending I'm busy in the cubicle like mm-hmm. she does, and then get the chance to chat up you as much as I do. Um, I think that you're not necessarily an overthinker. I think you're you're you try too hard. Um, I, that, I, I think you're somebody that just that tries too hard, and then I think you paralyze yourself by trying. Don't want to say trying. To, yeah, yeah, trying too hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I could say that also, but I mean, my mind's always moving, whether it is what I'm doing right now, but I'm also, my mind's also thinking about what I'm going to do later. But does oh, that well, preclude you from focusing on a specific task? It can. Yeah. In so let's cases. listen to these. So I've got them all, I've got them all uh, laid in here so we can listen to it and then we can comment and, you know, your perspective is uh, going to be interesting and unique because, like you know, you're a major player in my life, whether I like it or not. And so... <laughs> I hope you like it some. <laughs> yeah, you know, it'll do in a pinch until somebody else comes along. But um, just kidding. Obviously, so this is the first part of that whole uh, you know you're an overthinker kind of thing. Listen in. Inside the mind of an overthinker, 10 eye-opening facts. Fact one, overthinkers have a never-ending thought carousel. Their minds are like a Ferris wheel constantly spinning with thoughts worries and ideas it's a wild ride they can't get off now i have been able to tame that a lot mm-hmm. there was a time anytime i start something new 
Um, I become obsessed with that thing, uh, trying to learn everything I can about it. Um, like, I'll be honest with you, when I first got into radio, and it's been 30, what, 1988, 4888, or 4488, I can't remember which one. It's either <laughs> one of those two. But it's April of 1988, so it's been, well, what, 35 years now. Yeah. Um, the first years, and I'm talking about years, like years, like maybe three to five years, I couldn't have a thought that did not involve what I was going to say next on the radio. It was constantly in my mind to the point where I thought I needed help. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that after that three to five years, I had stopped doing late night, overnight type deals. Yeah. And it started doing a morning show, which mm-hmm. takes a whole different thought process, a whole new learning curve, you know, going on the radio and talking for 10, 15 seconds at a time or sitting on a radio station and talking for five, 10, 15 minutes at a time. Minutes, not it's very seconds. different. Mm. It's different, and there's a there's a process to learning that. And so those same pervasive thoughts came in while I was learning how to do whatever this is now. <laughs> and man, it was it was to the point this when I started in morning radio, and those thoughts all came back again. I really considered like therapy or medication. I didn't know if I was if there was something wrong with me. But I couldn't think of anything else. It's like some so, way to stop. Like just I, pervading everything? Yeah, uh-huh. everything. It was pervasive to the point where I couldn't think about or talk about anything else. And I was raising little kids at the time. I mean, I had a brand new baby and a second one by that time. And so I just, I was distracted in almost everything I did. So. And that's a problem because you're raising kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that in terms of? I think you've tamped that down quite a bit. It's still there. It's still there. Fact two, they're experts at finding hidden meanings. Overthinkers can spot the tiniest nuances and read between the lines like detectives. No gesture or word goes unnoticed. I'm guessing you have some thoughts on this one. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> nothing goes. And un- well, what does that mean? Well, what? Why, then why did you do this? Right. Well, no, no. I saw, I saw the way you you raised your eyebrow on that, or I, you know, I mean, everything. It's and it's not just me; it's everything. Well, why did you leave that there? Did, did you want me to see that, or why did you? I mean, it's it's every little thing. Um, it's things that, uh, and, and I can only speak from my experience with it. But it's like things you don't even know you're doing. I mean, things I don't even know I'm doing. Well, you you raised your hand a certain way, so is it any, what does that mean? Is it, is it odd that I have studied on what is considered micro-expressions? That's not odd, no. I mean, I really have looked into what are micro-expressions. Oh, and you I notice did a, them. Huh? <laughs> you notice them. <laughs> but you make them. Well, everybody does. Yeah, exactly. Everybody but they, does, but, but you don't actually, even mean to make them. I mean, do, it's but, just... But you do know that there's meaning to micro-expressions. Yes, but you don't even realize you're making them. And I mean, and, and this one over here, Tyler, is the this same way. This one over here. Yeah. He is the same way. I mean, he will... You should say something or do something, and then like... I mean, I'll look, we'll be talking, and, and then I'll just leave to go to the bathroom. And I'll come back, and he'll say, now, after you said that, you went away. So are you mad, or you did the... And I'm, no, I what? had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> I could have a conversation with somebody, and they could act like they absolutely love me as a person, and the way they say bye, by the how they say... The way they say like, bye? By the, why they, uh, by the way they say goodbye to me, like I'll say, oh... But did they did they say goodbye like well like I'll just like like, like, the, like the pitch or wow yeah just by the way that they say it I, I tend to overthink about it like I'm overthinking right now about how I overthink um is it, is it gonna paralyze you 
No, I mean it's like it does tend to like weigh you down. Like it get me personally, it gives me anxiety. But the difference <laughs> I, I've noticed. Jeez. No, yeah, because it stresses me out. Because I like my mind's always moving. I'm like I'm thinking about a bill that needs to be paid. I'm thinking about my son over the weekend. What are we gonna do? Like I'm thinking about all these things continuously. And Compartmentalize. Have you learned that yet? No, I'm, I've been trying to. Mm-hmm. I've had to learn that. I had to put away, you know, childhood trauma. Compartmentalize that. I had to put away some rage disorders that I was going through. So yeah, compartmentalizing is an actual thing that you have to learn to do. It's an actual like process, and I would assume that you probably haven't looked into com- compartmentalizing I in terms of like finding some like a YouTube video on it or something like that can actually walk you through the process of doing that. It's actually okay. pretty cool. It works. Somebody will come to the cubicle to bring me copy for something. Okay, say they have something for me to do, and they'll literally come to the cubicle and say, "Kim, I wanted to give this to you because it, it's due in fifteen minutes." Okay, that's all they'll say. Nothing else. They'll hand me that. He'll have headphones on working on the podcast. So they don't bother him because he looks like he's busy. He's over there doing the things. They'll leave. And a few minutes later, he'll go, well, they didn't speak to me. Have I done something to offend them? Yeah. No, he's busy. They j- literally just came, handed me copy, didn't have a conversation or anything. Are you a narcissist? <laughs> I mean, no. No, I mean, I'm, let me ask. I mean, do you, because she's got what we have fun with and call center of attention deficit disorder, which uh-huh. means when she's not the center of attention, she gets bothered by that. Do you have a little of that? Uh, no, not at all. I just uh, you want to be on the radio. I, I want to be you're, liked. You're I guess. Mo- well, but you're a mobile, you know, mobile DJ. You put yourself out in front of people. Yeah, there's a certain narcissism to everything that we do. I mean, it's just the fact we wouldn't be performers if we weren't narcissistic. But have you looked into the fact that maybe the fact that they just didn't pay any attention to you? bothered you because no he doesn't do it like or i don't see it that way he i see it because he'll say did i say something or do something earlier that made them upset i mean it's not because he's just being ignored it's not that he thinks he immediately thinks that he's done something and what did he do he must have done something or said something or or you know didn't do enough or something yeah now um i also like if i'm having a conversation with somebody and i'm talking if i'm using uh, the word me or i a lot I'm like, I'll tend to think, am I talking about me too much while I'm having the conversation? And Kim thinks, am I not talking about myself enough? That's the difference. <laughs> it's not true. But Fact three, overthinkers are the kings and queens of what if. They can create an entire alternate reality in their minds, exploring every possibility and consequence. It's like they have a mental time machine. You are all over this one. <laughs> all over this one. I have a mental time machine, there's no doubt. I've had it since I was a kid because I can remember my mother used to have to stop me, my father too. I would say something and then I would say it again with and they could see my mouth moving while I was saying it like back to myself. Like I needed to, I needed to hear what I had just said, like to make sure that it came out okay. Yeah. And and and, and it's also this I'm a what if kind of person and I think that's we don't have a meeting here that I'm not the what if guy. Mm-hmm. There's not a situation in my life that I'm not always the what if slash devil's advocate guy. That's true. I have an ability to say, okay, this is the worst case scenario. Can we live with the worst case scenario? And I think everybody has a little bit of that, hopefully, to keep yourself out of dire straits. 
But it's like you'll go, we'll go through all those. I mean, everybody puts in everything and then you'll still concentrate on it. And then you'll come back when everything has been decided and determined and you think, okay, that's put away. This is how things are going to be. And then it'll, there'll still be what ifs. And then you'll go, well, but I was what, thinking about this. And but you'll most come of back. the time, though, that what if is something that needed to be said, don't you think? Yeah. But there, yes, but there comes a point where you have to stop. But I'm all about the consequences. I understand I, that. I, but I, if you I, keep going, you're going to drive yourself crazy and everybody else crazy. But I have discovered through thought and through my innate ability to say, wait a minute, but what if? Well, I've, we've, uh, you know, this radio station, my own personal life, I've avoided many a disaster because of that one thing that nobody else thought of. I've said, I've said it before. I should start a business called The Devil's Advocacy. Yes. Where I go into these meetings before they decide to do this with their product or yeah. that with their business and say, hey, wait a minute, did you not? Like we've talked about, boy, if we were just in that meeting. Yeah, they, oh, they, we do. We talk about that all the time. When they decided to go with this person to promote this, that, or the other, or that idea, or how did they not see that? I'm, I'm all about the... How did you not see that moment? I and understand. I, and, I, and it comes to me, and I see it, and I try, to, I try to get in the way of it. But there comes a point where you've gone through all those things, and you've done all those things, that you have to just let it lie. You have to get to a point where you, you let you, it lie. You, you and I will disagree on that, because until I have thought through all the possible negative consequences, and I'm satisfied that we're not going to perform any of those negative consequences, then, then I will let but it lie. But you're never going to get through every single sure thing. You will. Never. That's not true. No, you can it is always, true. So you're telling me we've never done anything that didn't end well? Everything we've no, had? No, things end well, but there's always something that's going to happen. There's that's something not, okay, we, that is no, going to be that's unexpected. That's not the case. I disagree with you. It doesn't, not, something doesn't happen every time. Things sometimes do go flawlessly. Sometimes things do go well. Sometimes there's been, oh, wow, we had no problems. How many times, and I'm not telling you just here at the radio station, I'm talking about in life, you actually do things that do work without a flaw. Things so, work out, yeah. but there may be some little something. No, see, okay, no, well, okay. there's not things you, that are you flawless. You and I are going to have to, you're gonna have to disagree Okay, on but one. what I'm saying is you can't just keep going and keep going. You have to eventually let your mind rest. Right, when you figured out all the negative scenarios. <laughs> and I won't let that rest. I mean, I, I Clearly. Won't. Fact four. Their perfectionism personified. Overthinkers strive for excellence in everything they do, but can get trapped in an unattainable quest for flawlessness. It's a constant battle between high standards and self-acceptance. That goes back to what we were just talking about. At some point, you have to let it go and do. So you can't strive to be the best you can be? You can strive, but it's. But did you hear that? It's a constant struggle of... of Excellent or, you know, perfection and self-acceptance. My son has that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't like to be bragged on. He doesn't like to be told he's done a good job because he says, no, it's not. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. If it's not perfect, he doesn't want to hear about it. And and we, we try to teach him, you know, you everything cannot be perfect. It's great to strive for excellence, but you have to let yourself rest. You know, you strive for it, continue to try to do good. Well, I heard a phrase a long time ago. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed, <laughs> which is a good thing. No, no. That mean that's an actual thing. I think it's a Three Stooges thing, but I think I it's... I was going to say, it doesn't but, sound but, very... No, I'm not afraid to suck at something until I get good at it. Yeah. And I, so to me, though, that's called practice. Yeah. You know, yeah. practice. Well, we all AI. should yeah. keep yeah. working at something. You don't yeah. want to just give up. Today, when you say AI, nobody realizes you're talking about Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson, yes. Yeah, that's so correct. Practice. What are you yeah. talking about? Practice, man. <laughs> practice. No, I like to practice things. Yeah. I like to get better at the things I do. I consider every single day 
of this performance on the radio practice for tomorrow's show. Like, oh, today was practice. Tomorrow is another show. Oh, guess what that ends up being? Practice for that. Is that a bad thing? Or should I, don't I be think it's bad. Should I be happy with the performance, let's say, of like today's show? I think you have to take a moment to celebrate today and then get ready for the next one. Yeah. If you're the- never celebrating the good things that happen... It, you're always pressing yourself. You, you, we should all press ourselves to go forward, but you have to also celebrate at least for a moment the good that's happening now. That's what we try to teach our sons. Every that three months, when the ratings come out. That's yeah. what I do. Well, but you have to practice. You know, you have to celebrate for a second, but you also have to look at. It's good to accept. It's good to expect from others what you expect of yourself, okay? I think that's awesome. Yes. You know, you have to, I think we all should expect from others what we expect from ourselves. You want everybody to be good. But don't, sh- you know, don't push them down if they're not as good as you want them Who to be. Who are you be. directing that at? Right. Anybody. Anybody. Are you directing that at me? No, anybody. I'm saying anybody. Are you directing that at me? No, I'm not. Okay. Now, um, see, I'll set a standard for myself and... Like, I will stress myself out if I don't meet that expectation. And you saying, like, uh, congratulate yourself or celebrate, like, I I never thought about that. Like, just take the little victories here and there just to kind of balance it out. But, like, I'm 31 years old right now. I expected myself to be somewhere else Mm -hmm. at this age, like, further in my career or life. In general, what the hell's wrong with the Mark and Kim show? No, nothing at all. But I expected to. I expected to be. <laughs> what I would. Are you about? I would hope to be in this position like ten years ago. But uh, so I, I deal with that every day. At like twenty one. Nobody's on a morning show at twenty one. Well, like I, I just set this standard for myself to where I, I wanted to be somewhere. Well, do you else. understand what the difference of a morning show and just being on the radio other other shifts is? Yeah, yeah, it's a different and, thing. And now, now, no, I just wanted to have reached certain goals earlier in my life so now i feel like i'm playing catch up which no. causes anxiety if at first you don't succeed keep on sucking till you do succeed yeah, because I- you spent a, a significant time job hopping until you found something that you like to do enough to want to do it well mm-hmm. um it'll be determined how well you do that through what we just said practice. practice right so you do you practice every day you try to get better at every day and Give an example. You put together a TikTok video for us yesterday that you could have never done when you started here six months ago. It was awesome. Right. And I, yeah. I was stressing over that. Like, it took an hour and a half. But the la- I- okay, but here's the thing. The last time you did that for us, did you get anything but compliments? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and well, that, that just, made me feel good. So yeah. you know how to do it Right. to the point where we liked it enough for, you to, for us to say, wow, that was great. So then you take that. And you do the next one knowing, oh, well, this will be just as great. Yeah, and I was confident enough to do that without having to, hey, what about, yeah, so I felt okay. good about how well, there it was. You go. There's some positivity right there. Yeah. Me, yeah. me, Mr. Positivity. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> just laughing at everything. I'm not a positive man? No, you are positive. You can be very positive. <laughs> I can also be very negative, Yes, too. you can. On purpose. Fact five. They're experts at predicting worst-case scenarios. Overthinkers have a talent for conjuring up catastrophic outcomes even in the most mundane situations. It's like their minds are stuck in a never-ending disaster movie. Kind of thing that one's already been discussed, kind of yeah. previously to this. It kind of goes in with everything else. Yes, and I'm not stuck in an ending, never-ending disaster movie in my head by any stretch of the imagination because I've got too many good things in my life for that to be the case. Mm-hmm. If my life was a freaking mess, well, then I'd say, God, everything's a disaster movie, but I have a beautiful life, so I do not... I, I just... I don't have that. So that that doesn't apply to me. That's what I have to try to help my son get out of. He has a never-ending disaster movie playing in his head. His overthinking is that nothing's ever going to be good. It's all yeah. going to be bad. Are they dead? What? Yeah, his are question is always, are they dead? Like if they don't text back or... Yeah, are like, they dead? Yeah. 
something's wrong. They hate me. Well, then mm-hmm. when I text him something and he takes days to respond, shall I just assume that he's dead? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants something in return, he's got to provide it for himself to begin with. I know. It's, I know. Uh, now... If you do provide that for someone else and they don't reciprocate, like they don't, they don't reciprocate, they don't give that back. Would that give you cause for overthinking? No, that's them, not me. Okay, and you need to because you're asking for yourself, right? There. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you were. Fact six: Overthinkers are natural problem solvers. They analyze challenges from every angle, seeking the perfect solution. Their analytical skills can be impressive, but it can also lead to decision-making paralysis. I don't ever have a problem making a decision. No, you'll make a decision. I don't ever. Huh. There was tone in that, wasn't there? Well. You notice some tone in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What's the tone? Well, no, you'll make a decision, but I think you also need to let others have say in a decision. I absolutely do. But but once you make a decision, it's hard to get you to um, hear others' decisions. You know, I disagree with you on that. No, if you've made the decision. If you've not made the decision, you'll take others' input. Well, but you're, if you've but made you're the a decision... One. No, you said a little while ago that if, in fact, you get ha- hamstrung by the inability to finally come to a decision, now you're kind of contradicting yourself, saying, well, when you come to a decision, that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, which one is it? Either I'm I'm analyzing it to death, and at some point I need to make a decision to do something. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying but I do make a decision on things, and I do move forward on stuff. So which one is it? You do both, because sometimes you get lost in that, you know, it has to be perfect, it has to be perfect, and you have to analyze it from all sides. But then sometimes, you've, you because given what you know and you're just so sure of something, that you'll just say, well, this is it. And then somebody like me, for instance, I'll say, well, now, wait a minute. What about blah, 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 blah? No, I think this is how it needs to be. And then you'll go back home or whatever, and hours later, you'll think about something, and you'll come back and go, you know, you know I think you're right. Or I thought about this. and they, But it's, it's like the you have to... the last time that happened. Well... <laughs> Well, I don't remember either of those scenarios. Well, it does I like happen. To remind, I need to check my text. The last time I said, you know what, you're right on something. Well, it does happen. <laughs> but, but I okay. mean, it's, it, you have to have that time to reprocess. Fact seven, they have a PAD. I think they meant PhD there. In overanalyzing past conversations, overthinkers replay conversations in their heads, dissecting every word and gesture, looking for hidden messages or signs of approval. It's like being trapped in a mental loop. I think that's kind of exactly the same thing as the micro mannerisms or whatever. Micro expressions. Yeah. Which you just made, by the way. The perfectionism. (laughs) Which you just made another one, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. You're full of micro expressions. I have a lot of them. As much Botox as you have, it's surprising that you can make as many micro expressions. I don't have a lot of Botox. (laughs) Fact eight overthinkers are masters of should have, could have. They have an uncanny ability to dwell on past mistakes and regret missed opportunities. Learning to let go is a lifelong lesson for them. This is the one that my wife listened to and shook her head. She's like, once, I, <clears throat> once I've done something, I don't, I, yeah, I don't really have been very lucky to not, allow, not have a lot of past regrets because things yeah. that I've done have worked out the way and even greater than I ever thought they would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never expected to have the family I have. Never expected to have the career that I've had. Mm-hmm. So I don't look like, oh, I wish I could have done this or I wish. No. Yeah, I, I look back at the regrets that other people didn't get involved in guiding me when I was a kid. That if in fact they had guided me, but the thing is, but that's not your fault. That's right, not that's what you. I'm saying. That's I not your action. The only look back, looking back, I do is, and a lot of us do the same thing. If you had shitty parents, is that you just look back and go, "Wow, I wish they had guided me." But the thing about it is, the thing that I show propensities for, 
as a teen mm-hmm. that nobody guided me in that direction, I've ended up doing anyway. You found your way. I mean, yeah. I was an announcer for every sports team that I didn't participate in. Yeah. I was a photographer for newspapers, yearbooks, other things. I've worked in the photography industry, been paid a salary to be in the photography industry, which is something I've always loved as a passion. I have talked for a living for 35 years, which every teacher I ever had will tell you, boy, he had the perfect career. Yeah. But I look back on regrets that others, first of all, had no faith in me, yeah. none, and didn't give a shit about me enough to say, oh, hey, you're good at this. Let's mm-hmm. get you into this. Mm-hmm. I'd like to give you an example. In home ec class, I started taking home ec in 10th grade, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, because mm-hmm. I really thought cooking was a cool thing. And not one person in my life, except my home ec teacher, said, you could be a chef. You yeah. could be somebody that works in the kitchen. And I remember talking about that. And he or she I, saw that light or that spark. All I got mm-hmm. told was, well, with your grades, you'll be someone who cooks for the military. Oh, wow. Yeah, huh? Wow. wow. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, when you're 18, I'm going to march your ass right down to the post office and make sure that you register for the draft, which you yeah. had to do anyway. But it was going to be one of those signups for the, you know, boot camp was my life. Mm. That's what I was always thre- <clears throat> threatened with. Oh, you'll go into the military. You're just going to be military. You're just mm. going to be military constantly. So that's my regrets looking back on the life. But I overcame that. Yeah. A lot of my... You found, you found your mm-hmm. way on your own. Fact nine, the experience analysis overload. Overthinkers can become overwhelmed by their own thoughts, leading to mental exhaustion and burnout. It's like having a crowded party in their head all day, every day. Okay, crowded parties, disaster films. I mean, how many things are going in my head? <laughs> well, a lot. I also I, do, yeah. I disagree with that one as well. Do you really? I do. I feel like that one, number nine, is combining everything that's been said already together. Right. Because you've got so much going on in your head. The you know the overanalyzing, the overthinking, the what ifs, the perfectionism. Every if all that's going on, that is an overcrowded part. I never yeah. get burned out by it. I know. I don't. You I don't think so. No, I, I hop out of bed every morning. I mean, I'm yeah, like, but I, you, I think well, I attack the day. I get it. I get the things done that I need to get done. Maybe I, you've learned how to over. Because I, I think, I think there's times that you're not you in particular, but people who have this. Because I know others who are just tired and they don't know why. You know, it's like you just don't want to be around people. You just don't well, want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think Mark seriously. Island is. <laughs> Well, and that's what I mean. You talk about Mark Island, but I think that's what it is. Yeah, you sit there and you overthink, overthink, overthink. Your mind becomes exhausted. This is for, speaking for, from me personally. Um, you don't want to go out anywhere. You um, see, I just, don't think but you're you just, haven't developed coping skills yet. You're not old enough, and that's fine. Okay, I'm not some blaming you for that, which I'm sure you took as blame. Like, oh, it's your fault. Oh no, no, it's just you. Just at 31 years old, you haven't had enough experience in in stressful professional situations that can kind of help you cope with that. And and that's why that's the beauty of age and maturity. I mean, truly that is the beauty of age and maturity. Yeah. And I'll um, find myself in moments where it's like, I'm not there. I'm there physically, but like if I go out and do something, I'm not there mentally. Like I'm just going through the motions. Like I might carry on monologue or whatever, but I'm not really there because like my mind's just so drained. Or there's other times where I'm just like I just want to stay inside. I don't have enough to give to anybody. I think that's right called now. depression, though, isn't it? Well, see, and that's what I'm thinking because my son does that. He'll go, I just need to be alone, and it's like he's just he's got so much going on in his head. I see a lot of these in him, but I don't know if that's his depression or his overthinking. I don't know. 
because we're still trying to figure that out. Mm -hmm. Fact 10, overthinkers are deeply empathetic. They have a keen understanding of emotions and can sense when something is off with others. They're the compassionate friends who are always there to lend an ear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm an empath. Yeah, you are. Oh, big time. Yeah, that's why you run to the bowels of a building when somebody sings the national anthem because what she you means can't, I hide. Yeah, <laughs> you can't run stand to, to run to the bowels of the building. Feel <laughs> the nerves. Right, I, I don't like to hear other people struggling with things. Yeah, I like, to, I like to like I like give an example. You always make fun of me for leaving notes on things where, in fact. I'm giving somebody a heads up, let's say a vending machine doesn't work or something else is not working properly. I don't want them to be stuck in that situation that I felt uncomfortable in. Yeah. Hmm. That's my empath. Yeah. That's the empathy. I don't want others to struggle what I've struggled mm -hmm. at, even if it's just losing 50 cents mm -hmm. or $5. But it's a struggle. In a vending machine. So I'm going to be, and you make fun of me for that. I'm, well, we all talk about how you leave notes. Oh, it's a note. Mark must have left it. You know, it, just, it is. That's, that's such derision in that tone, though. Like, why is that a bad it's just, thing? We find it funny. It's just, We just mm. find it funny. It's not that but we're do making you not understand fun or anything. It's something I it's can't just, help? No, we do now. We didn't. I mean, we didn't. It's like, why do you think we notes? It's just, you know. Because I don't want others thing. to have to do the same stupid stuff. That it's is, is leaving a note for somebody any different than teaching your kids something that, they, that you've learned through your own past mistakes? We know that's why you do it now. I've done it my whole life like this. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, well, you mean you've learned now? That that's, yeah, we've how learned How long did it take? 22 years out of the 23? Well, no. <laughs> no, you go through spells where, because there, I guess more things happen. It just seemed like there was a flurry of notes there for a while. And it was just funny. It just became funny because it's like, yeah. oh, there's another note. <laughs> I don't want somebody to urinate or a poop in a toilet that's not flushing. Guess what I'm going to do? Because that's embarrassing <laughs> for somebody to do. It is. When I've lost $5 in a it vending is. machine. So you will leave a note I so nobody else does that. it. Okay? Yeah. When When... Whatever, whatever. If yeah. there's a note and I know about something, because what I'm going to find out later on is that somebody did something I could have left a note yeah. for, and then, oh, yeah. heck, I should have left a note, and, and I yeah. didn't. Yeah. Then I'll feel terrible yeah. because I could have informed somebody. I love to inform. Yeah. I'm an informed person. Yeah. I like to be informed, and I like to inform others, yeah. whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> that goes back to something with overthinking. Thanks for listening to this psychological profile. Right here on the Mark and Kim Show.